warriors, what will you do when the storms of life come against you? What will you do when the enemy has beaten you down? You rise up, warrior, and put on the full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit. You gird your waist with the truth, and you shod your feet in preparation for the gospel of peace, and most of all, the shield of faith. Warriors, Welcome, Warriors, to another Warriors Mount Up podcast today. Uh, Valerie Dawn is joining us. I am Pastor James. And uh, Valerie, why don't you say hello to everyone? Hey, Warriors. I'm very excited to be bringing forth this uh, teaching about trust and some testimony that uh, Pastor James and I have walked through. And uh, we want to share it with you. You know, trust is a big thing. You have to have trust in a relationship, right? We, we, yes. we have a relationship with God and we need to have trust. And trusting is a very big word. Yes. But before we go and touch on trust, you got to have faith first. Absolutely. What, what did we say? Faith to move the mountains. Yes. Number one. And number two, faith activates the armor. Faith is what drives the next step. Yes. So without faith, you don't have anything. So I just wanted to make that clear before we start with trust. So the meaning of trust is an assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. So let's break that down just really quick. The assured reliance on who? God, the Lord. Right. On the character and ability and strength and truth of who? The Lord, God. Again, all of that is God and not man. So we need to, when we trust, we got to trust wholeheartedly in God. Of And it says, of someone or something. The someone, again, is? God, the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and the something is what we are hoping for, what we're praying for, what in faith we are calling out into the natural. Absolutely, Pastor James. I want to... Um it reminds me of some scriptures like Psalm 83, 19 says, um, by the way, I'm reading from the Tree of Life version. It says, let them know that you alone, whose name is Adonai, are El Elyon over all the earth. And Exodus 15, 2, it says, Adonai is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will glorify him my father's God, and I will exalt him. So I just thought that that was interesting because, you know, you, you said who is doing all this. Right. And it's him that we put our trust in. It's the Lord God. Right, and not in man. That's right. And if you haven't noticed, warriors, um, and we have been going through it, the enemy has ramped up his game since January. Yes, he has. Okay, what we need to stay focused on, though, is on the Lord. We know 2024, there's an election. Yes. But unless your eyes are upon the Lord, no matter what happens, your faith and your trust needs to be in God, not in a man and not in an election. That's right. It's very important that we focus, we put our attention on him, not man. We can't do, if we put our trust in man, it'll fail. Man, word, there's scriptures that tell you. 
that man will deceive us. You know, and um, here, Jeremiah 9, 4, it says, everyone deceives his neighbor and does not speak the truth. They taught their tongue to speak lies. They wear themselves out doing wrong. So, you know, um, we cannot put our trust in man. God doesn't want idols before him. Yes, that you see that was key. That's what I was just gonna I was just gonna share that yes. when you said that is making something an idol. Yes. Anything can become an idol if we put it before God. That's right. And that's anything. That is that is our cars, that is our jobs. We put anything before God, it becomes an idol. And guess what? We're trusting more in that idol than we are in God. And that's where the trust factor comes in. Absolutely, Pastor James. I think it's important that we start off with um, what has happened in uh, the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, and how we've come to um, this teaching and what he has taught us through it. Right. So before you start, what I'd like to say is, number one, we don't have it all figured out. No, we don't. I'm not perfect. No, and that's and that's what I want to make <laughs> no, clear. We don't. We're going through battles just like everybody else, and we just want to encourage you and share and in what the Lord is showing us. And the Lord really opened up our eyes this week, uh, a week or two weeks ago. I'm, you know, I'm old yes. now. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important, though, to say that, like our pastor has said, and um, he often says, we need to be good repenters. Right. And um, like David, and that's one of the things that David had going for him, that he repented. And um, we are not perfect. We will never be per- perfect. Right. Um, we're perfect in him, and he operates through us, but yet, you know, we need to repent because we have shortcomings. Right. Oh, absolutely. And in the repenting, we get renewal. Right. You know, where we could start over. And it doesn't mean we, we go out and we intentionally sin. No. Repenting when we get off focus, when we get offline, and that's what we needed to do. And Valerie will share on how that came about. So we've been here, um, you know, going through a, a tough battle. It started out, it seemed like everything was great. Everything was lined up. He lined everything out for us. And... Um, you know, and then we took a couple of turns. We still trusted in the Lord. And this very last thing that, that happened, we got a phone call and it was everything that wasn't. Right. And, you know, oddly enough, we prayed that morning against the stuff that had happened and coming through the phone call, it was everything that we prayed against. So, right. you know. Okay, fine. Um, of course, you know, we did get hit um, and we regrouped, we repented. And I heard the Lord say, Do you trust me? Yeah, Lord, I trust you. And Pastor James heard the same thing. And um, then we came together and, uh, you know, we're, we were discussing what the Lord had shared with us. But he said, Given the situation, if it doesn't doesn't turn out what it initially was for because of man, will you still trust me? That's a big one. That's a very big one because we trusted him on what was initially said. But if let's go back for a second. 
sometimes it's not just about you and him. Sometimes there's others involved. And it doesn't mean that they are saved. Some can be saved. But even then, everybody has a free choice, a free will. And God gives that to us. So, um, you know, things don't go right. and Or he knows, he definitely knows down the road um, what's coming, what's not. So he'll turn us to the left, to the right. Right, which, we may not we, we may not see it at the time. We may think that it, it's a step back. Correct. But sometimes he knows what's coming, and sometimes we need to take a step back so that the bad can pass. That's right. And again, we don't always see that. No, absolutely not. So, not in this situation. Yeah. So we get hit, and um, man, that was um, it had to be. I don't know for you, Pastor James, but it felt like it was the longest day. Yeah, it was a very devastating. And um, so the next day, that's when we heard we got up and um, we went into prayer, and that's when the Lord said, "Do you trust me?" Yes, of course. Well, do you trust me that this was? If this was just meant to take you from one place to the other place and nothing else happens out of it, will you still trust me? Right. That was pretty big. That, that was huge. That was like, uh, breaks, screeching, like, give me a second there, Lord. Okay. Um, yes, you've taken us this far. Of course I trust you. He said then... Focus on me, not man. Right. And many a times we've gone into, um, you know, the courtroom and uh, of heaven and pleaded our case and said, okay, Lord, we trust you to do it. And then we pivot. Now, it could be a pivot a quarter, an eighth, a sixteenth, or it could be a whole point. But we've pivoted. And we've put our attention then towards man and... We've, we've made man the idol, Pastor James. Right, which we repent for. Now, we got taken off the mark because we glanced away. So yes. we had to repent for taking our eyes off the Lord. Why? Because let's just say, let, in a, let, let me just break it down in a different way. If you were praying for a house. Yes. Well, and you're praying to God everything that you want, everything that you need. Why do we rely on the real estate agent? That's right. Why? Right. Because then we're focusing on man. If right. God said he's going to do it, then he's going to do it. Right. He, he does not. He, does, he comes through. He's very faithful. When he says something, it gets done. Not now timing, of course. Well, and not necessarily the way that we Correct. thought. The and way we just, think it should be. Just because we pleaded our case and outlined the way right. we want something right. done doesn't mean it's going to happen that way. Well, the Lord had given me, um, he said, how do you play baseball? I said, what do you mean? You, you hit the ball with the bat. He said, yeah, but where are your eyes? Right. My eyes are on the ball because when I hit the ball, it could be a pop-up. It could be a ground. It could, you know, you could be, but where's your eyes? Your eyes are on the ball. Yes, you're running to the base, but your eye is always on that ball because they could throw it to first base and you'd be out. So, well, if you don't hit the ball, you can't go nowhere. You're stuck at home. That's right. But the point is that the ball is God. Right. And you got to hit the mark. And you have to focus on the ball, right. not anything else. 
Right. Yes, not all of us could bat or, you know, some people swing out. They make a career of uh, striking out, you know, at bat. But it goes back to God says, focus on me. Keep your eyes on the ball. Right. And keeping your eyes on the ball, you do not. And, you know, we don't want to strike out. So we want to keep our eye on the ball. We need to stay focused on God and God's word. But here's another thing. When things don't work out your way, how much trust do you have? Do you praise him? Do you praise him anyway? I know we had to get to that point. Right. In the good and the bad. That's right. So, you know, we've gotten other phone calls that weren't very favorable within that week. But you know what we did once we learned the lesson, we turned around and we said, okay, Lord, where do we go from here? Praise you, Lord. Praise you. Praise you that you're going to turn this around. But wait, Pastor James, I want to bring them back to this one situation. What happened? Oh, yes. He asked that question. We went, yes, of course we trusted, trust you wholeheartedly. We're sorry that we, we took our focus off of you. Correct. We repented. Within an hour later, we received a phone call. Right. And in that phone call, God turned it around. It was full surrender at that point. Yes. But because we refocused back on him. That's right. He turned it around. Amen. And that's what we're supposed to do. Now, I'm not saying every situation will happen as quickly as that. It could take days. It could take months, years. The point is we took our eyes off of man and we focused back on God. Right, which now gives him full control again because why? There was trust. There was trust. We trust. So I'm going to take you to now. Did you know, Valerie Dawn, that in the Bible... Trust is mentioned 190 times. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. Trust, trust, trust. It's all about trust. It's about having faith, trust. Yes. But in the faith and the trust is your blessing. That's when you're blessed. And in the scriptures that I wrote down and in the scripture that I, scriptures that I researched, when there was trust, there was a blessing. That's right. Full trust. Yes. There was a blessing. It's not trust and curse. Right. So it's faith, trust, and blessed, not faith, trust, and curse. Right. No one that trusts in God ends up being cursed. That's right. That's right. I want to read you a scripture. Go ahead. Psalm you start. Psalm 37, 3 through 5. Uh, let me read this to you. It says, Trust in Adonai and do good. Dwell in the land. Feed on faithfulness. For says, delight, in, delight yourself in Adonai, and he will give you the requests of your heart. Five says, commit your way to Adonai. Trust in him, and he will do it. And verse seven says, be still before Adonai and wait patiently for him. In these scriptures, it says, trust, delight, commit, be still, and wait patiently. And that's the way that we should come in and pray and trust in him. He right. set it up. It, it's an it's outline. An out, I was just going to say it's an outline. <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely is an outline. But I'm going to take a scripture out of that, which was 37.5. Yes. And this is a powerful, powerful scripture. It's a powerful word. Commit your way to the Lord. That's right. Trust in him and he will act. 
That is a statement. Trust in God and he will act. It's not trusting God and he might act. Trust in God or he may act. He's telling you his word and his word is true. He's making a statement. Trust in him and he will act. Let me know your heart's desires and it will be yours. Right. That's right. And but we have to wait patiently. See, that's, that's the best part of that. But that's but that's where we in the flesh are flawed. Yeah. The patience. Well, it's his timing. Yes. And we don't have an I don't think that any one of us truly understands God's timing. No, but I could tell you he's never early, he's never late, he's right on time. His this timing his timing is perfection. It's not exactly an hour timing, but we cannot it's funny, we as the creation is trying to tell the creator when it is time for us to get something. Yes. If we get something every time we ask for it, when we ask for it, then we're nothing but spoiled brats. That's right. That's right. You can't cannot get your way. It's you know, even though this, this is what you want. This isn't Burger King. You don't no. get things your way. It's <laughs> gonna be God's way, and that's what we need to understand. Yes. All right, so now I'm going to take a scripture, (laughs) and I'm going to read Psalm 56, 3 and 4. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God, I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can the flesh do to me? So I'm going to break that down. When I am afraid, who do I put my trust in? I put my trust in God because there is no fear. There's no fear in God. We fear God, but there is no fear when we come to trusting him because we trust him wholeheartedly. I trust in you, in God, in in whose word I praise. Praise him in the good, praise him in the bad. We just spoke about that. Yes. In God I trust and I shall not be afraid. Why? Because we take refuge under his wing and trust that he is always there to protect us. And what can flesh do to me, which is a, which is a very good question, what can flesh do to me? Meaning man can't do nothing to me as long as I trust in God. And I believe in faith that God is going to do what he said because it's all about trust. That's right. Well, I have another scripture that can go with that. Go ahead. Pastor James. Isaiah 50.10 says, Who among you fears Adonai, who hears the voice of his servant, who walks in darkness and has no light, let him trust in the name of Adonai and lean on his God. Right. So it's talking about the same thing. It's talking about, you know, don't have fear. Right. It's talking about, you know, you, the only one that you should fear would be the Lord. Well, the acronym for fear that the Lord gave me is fear eliminates the authority in the resurrection. Yes. It takes it all away. If you operate in the spirit of fear or you're operating in the spirit of fear, Fear eliminates the authority and the resurrection and why Jesus came, got hung on the cross, and rose from the dead. That's right. That's right. So, you know, it goes back to trusting and leaning on God. And we're going back to trust. There we go. Amen. Amen. All right. uh, I'll take the next one. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to take the next one. It's Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is the everlasting rock. Now, what did we say at the very beginning of this? There has to be trust in a relationship. Yes. 
guess what? Trust doesn't go one way. God's showing you here trust is both ways because God trusts in you. Right. His mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. Trust in the Lord forever, and he is your everlasting rock, the firm foundation, because we build our faith and our trust is upon the rock, something that's stable. That's right. That's right. Well, here's another one, Pastor James. Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. Blessed is the one who trusts in Adonai, whose confidence is in Adonai. For he will be like a tree planted by the waters, spreading out its roots by a stream. It has no fear when heat comes, but its leaves will be green. It does not worry in a year of drought, nor depart from yielding fruit. Right. So it is in the commitment, the commitment of trust. Yes. That you will be planted by living water. Yes. That you will bear great fruit from that trust. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's a good one. But it's all about commitment. All right, so I'm going to read Psalm forty four, which which says, Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. See, blessed is the man who trusts. Here we go. Yes. Again, this podcast is about trust. So everything we're speaking about is trust. I know we keep saying it and going over and over, but we're going to show you where trust is a really big part. Do not go after the proud. Why? Pride comes before a fall. Yes. And those who astray after a lie. Why? Because if it's not the truth, then it's not God's word. That's right, Pastor James. And a lie is contrary to God's word because it's contrary to the truth. Absolutely. Praise God. All right, so here's another one, um, Pastor James. Uh, Micah 7.5, it says, Do not trust in a friend. Do not trust in a close companion. Guard the openings of your mouth from her who lies on your breast. Then it goes on, like uh, it says, Proverbs 17.17, 17, the first part of that is, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Right. So, you know... That to me tells me that a brother is born for adversity. For me, it, it says that it's somebody that's willing to go to battle with you. Right. To go to war. Those are your intercessors. Yes. Um, and then, you know, the Lord had given me a while back about a backplate. Right. You know, Ephesians 6.10 through 19 does not talk about a backplate. Right. But God had told me that the, our backplate is our circle that we, pr those who we pray with, those that we battle with spiritually. Right. So this verse, Proverbs 17, 17, reminds me of my back plate. Right. Because it's a brother is born for adversity. That's the ones that we step up to the line for and we, we get down and we hit dirty to the enemy and we, and we just take it to the next level. Right. That's sort of like at the end of the, the podcast, I always say uplift another warrior. Yes. Well, you know what? We need to be each other's back plate. We need to have each other's back. Absolutely. And those are the people that you are with, which are which are more than a friend, because in that scripture says a friend will love. Right. 
but a brother is born through adversity, someone you could stand with, somebody that's fighting with you and for you. That's right. Somebody that won't leave your side no matter what. They protect your back, not stab you in it. That's right. That's right. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That's where the trust comes in. He tells us to be strong and courageous. And in being strong and courageous... The Lord, the trust here is the Lord will be with us wherever we go. So no matter where we are, as long as we trust in him, he will be with us. He said he would never leave us nor forsake us. That's right, Pastor James. It doesn't matter the valley. No valley is too deep for him to take us out of. So long as we trust him and we focus on him and not the circumstances, not the valley. Right. And sometimes when you're in the valley... um, I was in I was in a valley and I heard the Lord say to me, "Where you are, there I am with you." Yes. And I think that's important and I think when we reach a certain point to know that we're not alone. No, Sometimes we're not. we feel like we're we're alone because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to isolate you, he wants to separate you from God. That was a podcast that I did just before this as the great divider, but that's what comes in. Yes. But it's in our trust in God, that he is with us no matter what. That's right. That's right. All right, I want to take you to Mark 10, 24. And this time I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. And it says, And the disciples were astonished at his word. But Jesus answered again and said to them, Children, how hot is it? For, ye, for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God. And Job 31.24 says, If I have put my confidence in gold or said to find gold, you are my security. Mm. I don't know if you understand where I'm going here. Um, but, you know, God is is pointing out about money and trust in money. So, you know, he's building up to that we shouldn't um, focus on money, but that we should be focused on him. Here another says Jeremiah 9:22 and 24. It says, "Thus says Adonai, let not the wise boast in his wisdom, nor the mighty boast in his might." nor the rich glory in his riches. These are the things that we should not do. And then it says, but let one who boasts, boasts, what an S, boast in this, that he understands and knows me. Who? God. For I am Adonai who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For in these things I delight. It is a declaration of Adonai. Right. It's trusting in him that he is your provider, not man. Yes. And then what do we do when we when we go after it says it says the love of money. The root of all evil is the love of money. That's right. And what happens? You have now made money an idol, which now you've put money before God. Oh, wait, there's another scripture. Go ahead, well, you got it. It says, 
Proverbs 23, 4 says, do not wear yourself out to get rich. Be wise enough to restrain yourself. And I think we lose focus with that because, yes. and even in my past, always working and, and doing overtime and thinking, you know, hey, I got to get ahead. I got to get ahead. But meanwhile, you don't realize the more you work is the more you're taxed, the more you, you right. the less you come home with. That's right. And it was because I didn't focus on the Lord to do it. I thought, hey, let me do it, wearing myself out. That's right. Doing three uh, 16-hour shifts and sometimes not even coming home and going on another shift just because I was chasing money. And guess what? I needed to be chasing God and not the money. That's right. And That's right. something I needed to uh, get on my knees and, and ask the Lord and repent for that. Because I took my eyes off of him and I made it about money and man instead of making it about him and trusting, there's that word again, trusting that God is our provider and he will provide for me no matter what. Yes, Pastor James. There, there are a lot of um, scriptures that deal with trust and money. I mean, we can go on. There's another one, uh, Proverbs eleven twenty eight. Whoever trusts in his riches will fall. But the righteous will flourish like a green leaf. Read that again. Proverbs eleven twenty eight. Whoever trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like a green leaf. Well, one that believes in his riches already eliminated God from it. That's right. He believes in his pride. Pride comes before the fall. But if you are righteous, then you stand on, in right standings with God because you're standing on his word and relying on God to do it. That is righteous is being in, in right standings with God. Yes. And so... And you will flourish. That's right. But so when we come up against people like that in our walk or... Um, you know, this, I, I think that there's another scripture that says 1 Timothy 6, 17... It, and he tells us what to do. Direct those who are rich in this present age not to be proud or to fix their hope on the uncertainty of riches, but rather on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. Right, because money's temporary. Money's a temporary thing, but salvation and truth in God is permanent. I also think it it also means that you know a lot of the times a lot of the um the body has taken on a poverty mentality right that we should not prosper that we should um we have to struggle we should struggle and that's not the case no. and I do think that this scripture alone says that um we need to trust in God Okay, it, it says, you know, do not, not to be proud or fix their hope on the uncertainty, but we should fix our hope on God. Right. Who then in return blesses us. It says, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. Right. And so if we fix our eyes and trust on God and put our hope in God, he will then bless us, especially in being that we're talking about money, with money. Right. We will prosper through him because we trust him, we focus on him, and we have hope in him. 
Amen. Amen. That, that's, 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 a, that's a good breakdown of that. I'm going to read Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. See, there's the trust there. Do we believe in that trust of Jeremiah 29, 11? That God already says he knows the plans he has for us. We need to trust. We need to trust him. Yes. You know, you're a lot now. You Oh, trust the science. No, trust God. That's right. Forget the science. There's no science without God. No, absolutely. And by the time they finish and um, tear apart the science and this formula and that formula, it still points to God. Right. So don't be a foolish They won't man. admit it, though. Be wise and take the wisdom of those who have gone through that fire. Right. And the Lord turns around and says, my plans are not to harm you. Yes. My plans are to give you a hope and a future. He knows how yesterday, how today, and forever. And in that scripture, you trust in that, that he has your back no matter what. Yes, that's right, Pastor James. I want to, um, I think this scripture is um, very important. First Timothy 6.20, it says, O Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to you, turning away from pointless chatter and the contradictions of so-called knowledge. I think that we're just talking about science, and it, I think it also goes to the pointless chatter as far as gossip. Gossip, lies. Yes. Everything you're hearing from mainstream media. Yes. And so, you know, we need to, God has entrusted all of us. I'll even go as far as saying Second Timothy 1, 12, and 14, it says, for this reason, I also am suffering these things, but I am not ashamed for I know in whom I have trusted and I am convinced he is able to safeguard what I have entrusted to him until that day. Guard the good that has been entrusted to you through the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, who dwells in us. Right. Psalm 46.10, he says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. That's where we are in today's present time. So today's present time, we know that be still and know that he is God and That's understanding right. and trusting in what he's going to do. And if we do that, instead of taking our eyes off of him and not being focused, he will be exalted among all the nations and he will be exalted in the earth. Amen. Not man. Amen. Let's Hallelujah. get our focus off man. That's right. If we're going to do anything as a church and a church body within this year, the church needs to come together. And I believe things needed to happen prior to this in our country, in our government, and in the things that we're going to, so that when things turn around, it is God and God only. Focus only on God. Well, Pastor James, I think that that, that, that is so true. I think, I, I truly believe that God had to get our attention one way or another. I think not only as a body in unity, but I also believe for our personal 
um, lives that he is going to grab our attention however he needs to, whatever that means. And um, it's important, warriors, you need to start paying attention. If you are a warrior standing in today's times and you're saying to yourself, send me, God, right. send me, Lord, I'm the one I want to do for your kingdom. Right. And if he has set you aside for such a time as this, it's very important that you make your alignment with trust and your focus, you refocus back on him, that you stand together and help one another and encourage one another in the body. Stop judging. Stop doing all these things. Stop slandering. Stop speaking when it's not necessary. Right. Right. Amen. I have a couple more scriptures of which I'm going to share before, b- before we close out. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace <laughs> as you trust in him. That's right. So that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Peace, joy, trust, and you will have an overflow of the Holy Spirit and just trusting in Him. And all those things, see, it opens up so many different avenues when yes, you trust does. Him. That's right. You know, I want to be overflowed with the Holy Spirit, I want to be overflowed with joy, you know, which has been a discussion the past couple of weeks. <laughs> You know, yes, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord. That is a healing people. Yes. yes that it, is it a healing, a healing, right? Because some hurts are so deep that only the joy of the Lord could reach. It's not fake. It's authentic. The Lord goes in there to go deep in. Yes. To do a cleansing and a healing. And I just don't understand why people come up against the joy of the Lord, because I could tell you if I, if I could have that every day, I want it. Yes, I've asked for it. That's actually the word, my word for this year, he said, was joy. And man, I definitely needed it. And um, it's been an eye-opener. We will get around to doing a teaching on the joy. Yes. I think it's important. Um, I, I do believe that there hasn't been enough teaching on joy. Joy comes in the morning. My strength comes from joy. Yep. You know, so there's so much to come on it. And it's important that we understand all aspects of his word and what these things mean. And we need to stop judging and shaming for these things because you do not understand which, Pastor James, it leads me to that scripture about leaning, do not lean upon your own understanding, which is... In all your ways, acknowledge me. Yes. And so, you know, that's what God says. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in Adonai with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. And that's all part of it. Just because you don't understand something doesn't mean that it's wrong. But that's why you should go back to the Word of God. That's right. You, you got to take trust. it back. That's it, what it says, says trust in him. Don't lean upon your own understanding because he's already given us a Bible that gives us the instruction of anything that we're looking for. You know what? The Bible's the Google before Google. <laughs> you just got to search it. 
It's before a lot of things. Well, that's, that's what I'm sure. saying. Right, of course. <laughs> it, it was it was the real tablets before the electronic tablets. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure Moses would have liked to have a whole lot of light. The the, the tablet. Yeah, the new tablets are a lot lighter. <laughs> yes, they are. Psalm twenty, Psalm twenty-seven. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Mm. So this also goes back to the money and yes. the possessions. Yes. And the things that that we have. Or positions. Or positions. Yes. Possessions, positions. That's right. Do not trust in chariots and horses. Do not trust in possessions. Trust in God. Yes. We trust in God that he has our back. We trust in God that we have our armor. Yes. And that he's going to come through. It's the trust. It's not what we possess. It's trusting in him, not looking at our possession. Well, he gives looking us at God. those possessions. Everything that we have comes from him. So long as we trust in him. It's all about trusting him. That's right. And I'm going to finish with this. And then you're going to come on, bring it. You're going to pray us out. And I think this is a perfect finish for this in being trust. Yes. Psalm 31, 14. But I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. Yes. And I say, boom, mic drop on Hallelujah. that one. You are my God. You are for whom in which I trust. It's for whom of which I keep my focus on. It was from whom I, I stand steadfast on the word that anything that I have isn't mine. It belongs to you, Lord, because it comes from you. Yes. And I am blessed by everything you have given us, yes. everything that you give me. And we need to know that. And that's all in trusting the faith in the trust. Yes. And you will be blessed. Amen. Amen. So we're going to uh, close out this podcast with, uh, with a prayer. And uh, Valerie, would you lead us in prayer and praying us in on the trust? Yeah, so Father God, we come before you today and we thank you for this word. We thank you that, um, for your instructions and uh, what scriptures to pull. And so we thank you, Father, that it has touched everyone's heart. And we thank you that you have given them your understanding your knowledge, your wisdom, your revelation yes, over this word. So I thank you for that, Father. And I thank you that everyone's eyes are open to see, their ears are open to hear, their nose is open to smell, and their mouth is open to speak the things that are of you, not of their flesh. And so we thank you right now, Father. Yes, so I put the blood of Yeshua, Jesus, from the crowns of their heads to the soles of their feet. But thank you for your hedge of protection that's over each and every one of us. And I thank you that it's written in Psalm 91 about the angels, that, Father, you give charge over your angels to watch over and protect us. And I thank you for that. And most importantly... Is our full armor of God, the yes, helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword thank of the Spirit. You, we gird our waist with the truth. We shot our feet in preparation for the gospel of peace. And most of all, the shield of faith. Yes, and we thank you for tuning you, in Lord. today. We thank you. Amen. Um, we do ask that you like and um, whichever platform that you're um, listening to the to on, uh, that you like it, that you share it, that you even subscribe. 
um, and we thank you for that. We also ask that if anyone does need prayer, you can write into for great faith twenty one at gmail. That's the number four, G R the number eight, faith two one at gmail.com. And we thank you. We'll be setting up a website as well in the future. We're in the process. We're in the process of getting that done. So um, stay tuned for that. And we do have um, several teachings to come forth yes. in the future. Also, um, not just your prayer requests, but send us in your testimonies. Yes. We want to hear the good news. We want to hear the good word. We want to hear that you trusted in God and that he kept his word and he came through for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I want to throw in one thing. Um, I know that we're getting ready to sign off, but many of us have prodigals out there. Right. And God has has said that, you know, this is the time our prodigals, prodigals are coming back. And I will say that once you let go of them and you trust in God, he will show up. He will do he it. He will but you have to stay out of the way. That's back to the trust. Right. And and stand back. Let it go. And let him get in there. No matter how it looks. You just stand back and pray. But stay out of the way. And I am waiting. I will be waiting for your testimonies yes, on that. Yes, absolutely. In Jesus' name. Amen. So don't forget, share your prayer requests with us. Share your testimonies in what God is doing in your life. We want to hear it. Remember, we here at Warriors Mount Up Ministries, um, we want to expose the enemy, but we also want to encourage, enlift, uh, lift up, and equip the warriors of God. So Yes, and we also thank you that um, we, we're asking for help and support in our ministry. Um, we need um, your support. We can't do this without you. Yeah, we're viewers supported. Yes, so if you'd like to make a donation of uh, any sort, there is a um, button, there is a link that takes you to PayPal. So we do thank you for that in advance. So don't forget, Warriors. Uplift another warrior today that needs to be uplifted. Be their backplate. Yes. At times when we can't lift our, they can't lift their sword, let's lift it for them. Let's get them back in the fight. Let's stay in the fight. Do not be discouraged. Be encouraged. Yes. Don't forget, warriors, mount up. Let's ride, and God bless.